Yo, welcome to episode 12 of the Gamers Podcast. I am your host, Pedro, and with me are my two other co-hosts, Manny and James. How you doing? Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. What a week. So, um, I just got over a cold. Um, oh, James, <laughs> I believe, is about to get over it. Manny over I'm, here, I'm though. Over it. I'm good. Yeah, Man- Manny yeah. has been fighting it, though. She, she's oh, kind of no. like, you know, yes, no, <laughs> maybe so, I don't know kind of thing. How are you feeling today, Manny? I'm feeling good so far. I was feeling kind of feverish at work. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of people that have been like <laughs> and sneezing and all that shit at work. So oh, maybe God. that's not a really good environment to be in. But I mean, I don't really want to wear a mask. But if it gets to the point where I have to, then I guess I will have to. I will. Okay. Yeah, didn't you just moved back to the office too, yeah. like, like in the last few months? Yeah. Move yeah, on their part. Uh, we went back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went back in April, so it's it's been a while. Goes back and gets sick. Welcome back to the germs. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Let's go back. Goes back to work, and it's not COVID. It's a freaking cold. <laughs> Have you guys been able to game at all? At least. Are we what? Have you been able to game at all? At least. Oh yeah, I've been able to game. Um, I've been doing Destiny Two. I'm currently doing uh, Battlefield Five. Actually, ooh, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good game. It is mm-hmm. actually. It's got good uh, graphics. I just have to get used to the different guns and, and how it feels. Yeah, and stuff, I'm no. like, going from Destiny Two to mm-hmm. this is quite different. Yes, it's a huge difference, but oh my god, it's so much fun, and it's such a beautiful looking game, too. Ah. So, yeah. Um, for myself, I've just been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty. Or, not well, not so much exactly Call of Duty, but like uh, Resurgence. And so I've been doing that... Um, I streamed on Tuesday, and that was actually a lot of fun. Towards the end of it, Manny was there. Yeah, and stream (laughs) on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, I streamed on Twitch. How do we find you? uh, You guys can look me up through uh, the search tab, the search function on Twitch under Pedro Corleone fifty four. And I am actually very close to approaching two hundred followers. So. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. And I'm also really close. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I am also very close to hitting the $100 uh, payout threshold because of all the subs nice. and bits and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. What about you, James? What have you been playing? Just Destiny, playing Destiny, uh, trying to keep up. I haven't done the story in two weeks because I want to do it on stream. But everything else I've been doing, um, I pretty much messed around with 3.0 and understand uh, Arc 3.0 and understand it. It's a melee heavy 
um, subclass, it seems, yeah. um, is, is all the builds that I've found for Hunter are just melee invisible, melee dodge, um, and, and these um, exotics to help you with that. So it's 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 all right. You know, favorite is uh, my favorite solar. I love to see things just blow up and catch on fire. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Crucible, they've changed uh, uh, control and it's uh, skill based matchmaking, and it is sweaty. It is ridiculous. Like oh. it's no longer chill. <laughs> you ain't lying. Well. Um, Iron Banner, that's actually pretty fun. I'm enjoying that. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing on the games. No streams, not no streams. Been sick, yeah. so. <laughs> Now, I mean, now the by the way, sick, so. uh, by the way, congratulations to you and Manny for beating the King's Fall uh, raid. Yeah, so congratulations for that. Yeah, that was really fun. I felt like we went through that smoothly, like for every, like a lot of people being their first time um, doing the raid, and like when we, you know, we were stuck on the boss, and that one was, I would say, the most stressful part. Mm-hmm. And when we we just kept going and we f- started learning and figuring it out and we and when we did it it was such a cool moment like we was like yes like ah oh, it was it was cool that that we were able to get it done <laughs> and did you guys get any cool guns out of it um no ah <laughs> Manny did you get anything cool out of it uh I got the uh, scout rifle the pulse oh goddamn. Uh, the scout rifle, the pulse rifle, um, they're not that bad. Uh, I did get, um, some gauntlets and I believe some leg armor. Nice. Uh, they weren't that great to look at, so, you know. I'm just keeping them in there. As a memory. It's a little bit higher, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, well. Um, are you guys ready to go into today's topics? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's get let's, all uh, right. Let's get into the meat. So, potatoes. for today, <clears throat> uh, we are going to talk, and we're going to start off with a topic. I think it's we shouldn't. We're not going to take that long with this topic, but it's going to be the United States government pushes for domestic production of chips, microchips, and possibly salsa. And second, <laughs> Halo Infinite is in complete shambles. And no, like this isn't like usually we're like, you know what? This is just the media, like, you know, make hyping it up or making something out of it. No, like we are seeing for ourselves what's going on. And like, there's something going on. And lastly, Sony raises prices of consoles, except in the United States. States. Uh huh. And I believe uh, we have a lot to talk about that last one. And that's just because, you know, uh, Manny and I are console players, and James, well, you know, he functions within the PC um, ecosystem and whatnot. But still, th- th- this is something that I believe impacts everybody, and you guys will see what we mean about that when we get to that topic. So let's get into it. <clears throat> um, so I believe it was, if not today, then yesterday, um, there was an article, not sure if you guys saw it, I believe James posted it on the Discord, and 
the title, the headline is the U.S. puts an end to any plans that Intel may have to make more chips in China. And I would like to know what you guys think of it. What are your thoughts about it? Do you think it's going to work? Is it something where you were like, it's about damn time? What, what did you guys think? <laughs> I think it's I think it's great news. Um, for me, um, I'm I'm interested in all that stuff because uh, the world is is seems like it's getting even more small. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, uh, if you kind of want like Google it or go on YouTube or whatever, there's a lot of reports coming that China um, is sort of in um, some like crisis right now, you know, like whether it's uh, weather related, um, financial related, and then manufacturing related and stuff, it's all just kind of, they're having a rough time over there. Um, and it, and it's because of, you know, what we've just went through in, in 2020 and, you know, it's, it's really cool also to, to see this stuff because who knows, it may help us gamers because with, um, the new uh, products coming from AMD and NVIDIA and all that stuff um, and um, Intel, that may help us uh, keep the prices at a reasonable level and not skyrocket due to demand and, and low supply. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the jobs that it'll bring. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's great, especially since there will be um, like funding for it. So hopefully yeah. it will help with... Because, uh, I mean, our employee costs are a lot higher than any other countries. Yeah. And, you know, due to the benefits and everything. So um, I think having that funding will support uh, keeping the prices competitive in the in the market. Manny, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. Um, hopefully, do you think it coming over to the U.S., do you think the prices of that stuff will actually go down so it's going to be manufactured here? Well, um, um, I would assume that either prices will stay the same or they might drop simply because I'm of the assumption that by having these companies expand production here in the U.S. and in Europe according to what the article says, Mm -hmm. I'm inclined to believe that these companies will receive some kind of like tax break for doing so. Right. And in turn, um, I would like to think that either prices would stay (laughs) the same or they would actually, you know, be slightly cheaper just because they could no longer say, Oh, it's a supply chain issue because of what's going on in China. And now it's like, no, you have your production here. And in Europe, so what's going to be your excuse now? Yeah, I'm, you know, because they don't have to ship it to get to uh, our stores and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So that that might help with prices. I think the best we can probably hope for is MSRP um, just doesn't skyrocket and go crazy. Yeah. Um, and that supply, the positive is the supply just keeps mm-hmm. going. And it, we won't have like a shortage or anything like that on on devices, because um, that plays into the whole PlayStation thing that we're going to talk about later on. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, with, with the manufacturer here in the states, that it, it keeps a flow going. Um, prices, I don't know because we we tend to 
uh, have more uh, better pay here and, and benefits and stuff. Whereas uh, I don't know what kind of benefits and stuff they have in China, but I don't think it's yeah, but well. probably non-existent. Basically, <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> okay, uh, Manny, did you have any other questions or any other thoughts about this? Um, and just like what James had mentioned, um, with them coming over here and making, you know, they'll have to make warehouses and stuff to produce all that. That'll bring more jobs, which then will bring more income to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, and might, that might actually, I might actually go look for that because here in Arizona, we have like a big push for that. Um, they're already building, I think, the Taiwan plant. Um, I, I think it's called okay. Taiwan Microchip Manufacturing or something as plain Jane as that. I think that's what the Dang. company's called in <laughs> Taiwan. And so they have a building going up. We have Intel already here. And so they're expanding their manufacturing stuff. Um, I have a few connections um, in that area. So Ooh. I might switch industries and go work work in, in the manufacturing for that stuff. Hey. So I'm interested hey. in it. You can yeah. hook us up with the, you know. Yep. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's like, we know a guy. The Asian slick slayer. Yeah. He's got us. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I am hopeful and optimistic about what this can mean for domestic production. Um, I believe I previously mentioned that hopefully with this, there is no longer putting all your eggs in one basket approach. Um, you know, understandably so, companies are looking for the most cheaper option so they don't have to put as much money. But after the these experiences with the pandemic and everything that came out of it, <clears throat> I think a lot of these companies realized, like, holy crap, like, yeah, maybe we can raise prices and we're doing this, we're doing that. But it kind of reached a point where it was no longer viable, you know, and just following the laws and whatever of economics. And I'm not going to try and get super into it, but there just kind of comes a point where profit is no longer what these companies are hoping for because it's not just the microchips that are, you know, not being produced at the rate they're supposed to. It's everything else, you know? And so I really hope that this kind of fixes a lot of the issues that we're encountering. And I, I mean, I don't know if this is going to have an impact, especially going into the holiday season in regards to the availability of certain um, consoles and whatnot. So we will have to wait and see how that pans out. Alrighty. Yeah. So our next topic, Halo, 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 how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Halo infinite is in shambles, guys. So much so, so much so that many, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, I, I have an article open and it has ads <laughs> playing. Um, and I'm watching, I watched the um, Destiny 2 uh, Bungie um, ad play while I'm reading about Halo. Like, it was just, it was so funny. Like, right. oh, <laughs> sorry, go, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, like, this thing has gone just so sideways that, and Manny, I'm not trying to pick on you, but like, Manny, you know, she has the Xbox Series X. She has a ton of storage. 
and, <laughs> and <laughs> she has I mean she has a bunch of games installed and guess which game she doesn't have installed on her Xbox? Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so Yeah. And so I mean that's kinda that's kinda give you some kind of insight as to just how bad things just seem to be at three four three industries. Um so I believe I'm not sure, I think it was last week they had a whole presentation and they announced their roadmap for the fall and the winter. And they have like one of the battle passes that's basically gonna last for I think almost like six to seven months. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, is that the season? Is that season three? Uh I don't know how long it's gonna last or season two or whatever. I believe it's season three. <clears throat> and it's from November eighth oh to March seventh. You know, I don't I don't blame them on this whole like season thing and battle pass thing. That had to have been the the like if you think of like uh four parts, right? Um that, that had to have been like a quarter, the last quarter of their development. You know, they yeah. had everything ready to go and then like the last bit they're like, Hey, uh, we gotta make this game free to play, so you gotta figure out how to make money. Yeah, um, here's some examples, go. That had to have been it. So like it's uh, go on, sorry, go on. <laughs> No, and I mean, to piggyback off of that, it's, I know I keep bringing it up, but it's, I, I, I don't know if it's just the fact that it's, I think, I would think it's common sense, or I don't know if it's just the history teacher in me. Like, we have things to learn from. You know, like, we talk about um, cyberpunk and everything it went through, and how all of a sudden after that, you had some studios like, you know what? We should probably delay our games a little more because look at what happened to this company. And when it comes to battle passes, you 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 have examples of other companies that have done exceptionally well with their formula for battle passes. And it just feels like 343 never looked at some of these battle passes, you know? Um, I know that when I play uh, Fortnite, it like I get rewarded for the kills that I get on top of whatever challenges I have to do for the day or for Wait, the week. You're you're telling me you don't have to do like uh, you don't have to use a certain weapon and then like 360 like no scope on like a certain map in order to take something off of your mm, challenges for that day. Absolutely not. I don't. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. And so, like, there's that option, you know? And when it comes to cosmetics, I mean, I don't know how the heck... Apparently, Fortnite is still making tons of money because they're going to have a crossover with Destiny, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you already have yeah. Fortnite mm-hmm. on um, the Destiny store. Yeah. And so, like, they've made it work. They figured it out. They have their formula like figured that down to a T for their stuff. Can you on on Fortnite, can you buy um the color blue or do you already get that? The color blue? Yeah, yeah. You get you know you, yeah. do, is that normal for a game to sell colors? 
you know, uh, standard <laughs> primary colors like red and blue? <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Cool. Right? Yeah. Halo's looking real good right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, you you just saying that, it's kind of like triggering me just because I'm thinking of Halo 3 and all that stuff came with it. And there was no battle pass. You already had a ton of free. You had a plethora of colors you could prick from. So I now a, I sort of have their um, like uh, update um, in front of me right here. You know, kind of their newsletter or whatever. Um, and like you said, uh, see here they're doing the co-op for the for the campaign, but. They are they're scrapping uh, split screen, um, as well as oh, they're saying that Halo, the franchise, has always been a competitive game, and you know the creator, the original creators of Halo, as well as some of the you know most of the community is saying no, 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 no. Halo has always been a party game. You know, you load up a multiplayer match. Um, you know, the screen is split into fours and you guys just have fun slaying each other and, and doing silly things in the map, as well as, you know, you go into the campaign and you got split screen right there. That's been, that's what Halo is. It's not this yeah. sweaty, you know, esports. you know, it's 360 no scope, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's, it's that stuff, but also just good fun. And that's why uh, Halo has probably always been able to be considered uh, sweaty or whatever because they have things like split screen co-op. Uh, they have things like Forge, you know, fun stuff that people can enjoy their time with without having to go into the match. Like, oh, here we go. We got to get sweaty. Yep. And it's 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 pretty clear that they don't either want to listen to the to the community about their product or they just don't understand three for three just doesn't understand the product uh, so there's that going into the development as well as just it just seems like either they have some weird rotation because i know that they have like uh contract employees so every six months they get like a they, their contract ends and they have to like get a new group of people to start work you know developers to work on the game I believe that was um, something that I've read about. Um, for example, you know, say what you know you will about split screen. It may not be able to work on the original Xbox One, and so they had to. They decided to scrap the whole thing. I guess. Apparently, but what about what about in-game reporting for for cheaters? Now that the game's on PC, that's not coming out until March seventh of twenty twenty-three. Like. What? So 2023? The game's was launched last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Is, um so we're not getting it until two years is, later. That's insane. Yeah. Another thing is, let's see here, 343 Industries is also launching two new multiplayer maps on November, which will showcase exactly what Forge can do. Because they were made entirely in Forge mode. It's it's not even, they're not even launching Forge. They're just showing us what it can do <laughs> with these two new maps. Like, what? What is the holdup? Why is this so slow? I mean, I'm at the point of, you know, 
I like the fact that they tried to release it close to um, Halo's anniversary or, or whatever, but honestly, they should have just waited and waited until they had an entire complete product yep. to launch the, the multiplayer and then to launch the, the, the uh, campaign and then later on to launch the co-op. It's like, you guys can't trickle this out to stay relevant. You guys are just looking silly as you yeah. continue on. Manny, what do you think? <sighs> well, since I pretty much uninstalled Halo Infinite on my <laughs> Xbox, I mean, <laughs> before I did that, I hadn't gone to play the game in several months. Um, just plainly for the reason that I got bored while playing it. I only got interested in playing Halo Infinite because, I mean, it was a new Halo game. It looked like it was going to be good. And then I didn't even get a chance to finish the campaign. <laughs> um, yeah, same here. And then the multiplayer, there was there was some cool things about it, like the Fiesta mode. But then that got kind of old after a little while. Yeah, the grinding and on then that most was of my pretty friends, ridiculous. Yeah, and then most of my friends, like uh, you, Blaze... <laughs> Uh, hell, even James. I haven't actually seen y'all play Halo Infinite, so I was like, well, why should I have a game installed if none of my friends are going to be mm-hmm. on there? So let me so let me ask all of you cool. this. How does the game feel? How does Halo, if you take away all this news that we're talking about and everything, I'm just, you load the game and you play it. How does it feel to you guys? Manny, go first. Um, I think it feels good. Um, visually speaking, it's good. Um, guns are are great. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I think mostly the content wise is what's kind of like putting me off playing. Okay. What about you, Pedro? Um, I love it. Like, I love the gunplay of it. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to get into comparisons like, oh, it's just almost as good as Destiny 2's or whatever. Like, I think it's different. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. I love it. Like, I felt like <laughs> the first time I played it and even every time after that, it, it feels mm-hmm. like like Halo when I play the multiplayer, mm-hmm. you know? Isn't but that the real tragedy of it? It, it is because it's like... Like, it this, like, 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 like you good. said, you know, like... <laughs> They're they're just milking it, but it's just now it's just looking outright pathetic because it's like this game is fun as hell and the lack of content is killing it. And if you think mm-hmm. that this roadmap and just kind of like this, you know, this like raindrop uh method of just kind of like you know, drop like just feed or feeding us this thing mm-hmm. every now and then. If you think that's enough, then you are making yeah. a big mistake because you don't realize what the gaming community is capable of when you do that. Because people yeah. are like, you know, they they think they think we're stupid, they think we're not going to notice, and, and no, it's yeah. the other way around. It's like we we do notice this, and like this is a freaking billion dollar industry. And mm-hmm. they're not living up to it. They're not living up to the name, to the quality that Halo used to be. Right. Just that whole like trickle, like you're talking about, the optics of it just don't look <coughs> exciting. You look at you look 
I'm, I'm looking at an ad right now while I'm reading this this uh, information about Halo. Bungie, Lightfall. You know, Destiny 2 is dropping a new DLC next year, and it's, you know, they're they're going to release it all. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have their season stuff, but, you know, we're going to have the entire game and every feature that they've talked about to use and play. Cinematics, you know, they already have trailers and stuff. I mean, they know how to hype up a game. Yeah. And, you know... That game has PvP in it and, and good, good gunplay, really amazing gunplay. So it's like, I want to invest my time in that because I'm going to have more of a reward. Whereas if I invest my time in Halo Infinite, you know, maybe I'll, I'll get a certain level in, in competition, but uh, that'll be it. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. there's nothing else there because everything else we were looking forward to is you know, Forge Beta is going to come out and, uh, you know, from November to March, that's the window that the beta for Forge might come out. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there's going to be so many other games to focus on. And that's the real tragedy of it is it feels good. It's a good game, but it's like tech demo. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's the same map sometimes, like you're doing random maps and all of a sudden you play in the same map like five, six times in a row. And you're just like, okay. I mean, I I guess that's what we'll do. And I mean, that's usually like, I'm thinking about Destiny 2 and my complaint with that. It's just like the same strikes over and over again. But like, other than that, everything else is still good. You know, the way they're doing the storyline, the way they're doing this, the way they're doing that, it keeps it fresh. You know, um, like, why do you keep going back to Call of Duty? Why do you keep going back to um, Warzone? Because that's um, you know we can say the same thing there. It's the same thing over and over. But yeah, and, and I, I something more but for that one. It's the what's it called? It's the experience that I feel when playing with my friends. And yeah, and you're absolutely right. It is the exact same thing, but with this one, there's so many. There's variation within the game itself. And getting wins in that one is pretty mm-hmm. satisfying just because yeah. it's a sweaty fucking mess, you know? <laughs> and when you actually get a win, it's very satisfying. And with Halo, like, it's satisfying, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you just realize, like, dang, like, for the battle pass, I'm only going to get rewarded, I think, like 50 XP for each match, no matter how great I do. Right. You know? And, um, oh, you can use an XP token, and it's like, yeah, I've only gotten like one or two out of this entire thing, because if I want to get the other ones, there are some challenges you expect me to do, and it's like, get 10 kills with this gun in five games in a row, and you're just like, yeah, I'm not even going to put in the time for that. Would you say the the BR aspect of, of Warzone sort of keeps it interesting. You know, you're sort of traversing this map with your buds, which to me is like an adventure in a video game. Um, anything could happen. Any, you know, you have time for conversation and jokes and stuff. You have time for sweaty moments. And then, you know, if you guys are, you know, victorious through those sweaty moments, it's just so satisfying. Do you feel like that's what the BR aspect of it kind of helps keep things going or would you be okay with just doing the arena side of call of duty um when it comes to call of duty i am perfectly fine with the br because i don't even touch the multiplayer stuff 
to be honest with you. I only play for the battle for the battle royale stuff. But because I'm think I, I don't know if you're going where like do you think like maybe Halo would benefit from a uh, a battle royale? I, I and, think um I think maybe maybe uh at least should have uh, it's it's hard to say because if they're making it from scratch no they have other things to kind of worry about with the game but if if it it seems like they've been dipping their toes in it they have lone wolf or something like that or last man standing or something mm-hmm. and it, it plays like a br sure there's there's it starts off as like an arena um, but you have lives so as your lives go down, each player goes down, you know, one player uh, leaves the match, next player leaves the match, and you start dwindling down to like three players, the map at a certain time actually starts closing in like a BR. And I'm just like, huh. what's going on here? Um, and it feels like they had this idea and <coughs> they, it, they are trying to navigate not pissing people off too yeah. much. Like they're tiptoeing, whereas they're like, here's, you know, we have this idea. It's not a BR. It's not a BR. It's, you know, but it plays like a BR and it just yeah. needs a map for it and it would be a BR. <laughs> so I don't know what they're doing, but I feel like it may not be it needs a BR, but it needs a casual mode. Yeah. You know, something that anybody can enter and feel like they're going to be successful, but also. Have fun, not be sweaty. Yeah, and get rewarded for your work. Yeah. Manny, That's would you I ever play <laughs> a Battle Royale for Halo? If it was in Halo? Uh, no, not really. I mean... Like I said, I barely even got to finish the campaign. I had barely started it when it first came out. Didn't even go back. I was just mostly playing Destiny 2. Mm, makes sense. Because I was going to say, because yeah. you've been playing Battlefield 5, and they added a a Battle Royale mode to it. And, I mean, it's not great. It's not bad either. But you can just tell they just kind of, it's almost like, they just slapped a bunch, a bunch of pieces together, and they're like, here you go. Here's your battle royale. Like, you guys want a battle royale? Here's your battle royale. Don't ask us about this or about that. Like, you figure it out. Just push and be happy. <clears throat> yeah. And because <laughs> I was just thinking about that, like, would Halo benefit from a battle royale, and what would that lead to? And like James said, like, they're kind of scared. They don't want to, you know, piss off anybody because if they were to make a battle royale, I'm pretty sure they would, they could risk losing a part of their base just because they'd be like, this isn't Halo. And I think on the same breath, well, you know what? You, we kind of got to keep up with the times too. You got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah, exactly. All right. <clears throat> well, I think <coughs> we spent enough time on that topic. Um, obviously, there's still a lot more we can talk about, and we'll just see how things progress from here on till you know for the next couple of months. All right. So let's move on to the next topic. Sony raises the prices of consoles, except in the United States. I know. 
Manny. What did you think of these news? Like outside, we, like let's see if we can remove our bias, you know, and our views towards Sony and freaking PlayStation. Outside of that, what did you think about this move? What were you thinking, Sony? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're trying to be all competitive with Microsoft, with Xbox and all, why would you think raising up the prices of the PS5 it would be a good idea? Why, why, why? I mean, isn't it? It was hard enough to buy a PlayStation 5, and now it's going to be just a little bit more difficult to even want to buy one because it's going to be costing more than the Xbox console. Is Am I right? Outside the U.S., uh, yes, I believe. Yeah, I feel sorry for those people. I don't know if any of our listeners are from across the pond, but my condolences to you all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I I don't really know why Sony decided to raise the prices on their PS5. I, I really don't know why. Other than greed, there has to be a good reason why. Yeah. No. All right, James. Let's hear it because I know you have a ton to talk about when it comes to this topic and the one when it was first announced we were like exchanging back and forth and like yeah i'm doing research i'm doing this i'm doing that like i can't believe this so tell us i think what has me excited about this stuff is is not so much uh the price hike you know that excites me because um a lot of you know our listeners are more on the you know a uh, young uh, uh, adult, young at heart age. So, you know, worldly, you know, things are, you know, going to impact us. You know, we, we, that's the stuff we should be concerned about because, you know, we don't want, for example, if we knew this was coming, it would be a good idea to buy a console ahead of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but what really has me like wanting to talk about this is just sort of like who's really like what. What, who what's at stake? Like who's making a risk here? You know, yeah. Because PlayStation, you know, supposedly the uh, currencies of other countries are are going are devaluing. So you know, PlayStation has to raise their prices in other countries, and then Microsoft's like, "Oh, we won't do that. We're good. We're not going to raise prices on you guys." It's like that's easy to say, but like. Mm-hmm. Are you guys really at risk, or is is Sony looking to just break even, or or do you and Sony have, or uh, does Microsoft and Sony get their uh, manufacturing done like at separate areas? Like it's easy for a company to just kind of take what something negative their competitor says and be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So yeah. I think you know, I, I want to make sure as consumers, as gamers and stuff, the wool is not pulled over our eyes. Um, and, and, you know, if it's true that, you know, for, for example, like the, the Chinese yawn is taking a nosedive, uh, the, uh, yen, the Japanese yen is, mm-hmm. uh, it takes 70 cents. It equals to 70 cents us dollars. Um, and that's taking a trending downward Canadian dollar, 77 cents. Um, and that one also is kind of trending downward 
Um, so it makes sense why that Sony would want to raise uh, their prices. Um, but they, you know, that no no manufacturer's ever done this before. No, no gaming console um, has ever raised in price. Yeah, um, I think to precedent because <clears throat> there are two things that that I, that comes to mind when I think about this. Um, one of them with Nintendo and Xbox saying, "Oh, we're not going to raise prices," and I'm inclined to think that because you know their their company and their priority first is making money. And I don't know if they're if they're doing this just to see how things pan out for Sony, if demand still stays high, um, especially with the holiday season coming around. <clears throat> and the other point is, why did like? I guess it just kind of shows the difference between Microsoft and Sony and how deep their pockets are. Because Sony just went through the purchase of Bungie, and now they're increasing the cost of their consoles around the world, except in the U.S., right around holiday season. Like, could they not have waited until after the holiday season or are they trying to capitalize on the holiday season coming up and hopefully they they're, they're like maybe they're like thinking they can make up for this devaluation of the other country's currency and try to make up for that by increasing the cost when the holiday season's coming up so they're like we know <clears throat> that people are going to buy our consoles because when Sony spoke out against Microsoft acquiring Activision and all that stuff, Sony was saying, oh, no, like, like this game or the, the Call of Duty franchise can determine what console people are going to buy. So uh, Xbox is going to have some kind of monopoly over this because now people are going to start play, uh, buying more Xboxes. <clears throat> but it's like, okay, well, you're about to raise the prices of your consoles. Like, is that not going to push people towards getting the Xbox Series S? Because that one is cheaper. So it's like, how yeah, can you say point. that this is what's going to happen? And then, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to raise prices of consoles. But Xbox still shouldn't or Microsoft still shouldn't own Activision because people are going to buy the other consoles. When we know for a fact with the reports that come out of the console sales, PS5 keeps, you know, they're, they're winning. In comparison to Xbox, more people buy PlayStation. Why? Because they have a bigger presence worldwide, and Xbox is more of a domestic console. Um, didn't you look up like their quarterly profit, like Sony's quarterly profits and stuff like that? <coughs> uh, yes, I did. So, <clears throat> um, for uh, I believe in May, they released their report. And they reported profits compared to a year ago. They made money. And um, it's safe to assume that this was because of COVID. And during this time when COVID started and during the pandemic, um, a lot of these companies were making a lot more money than the usual. And that's because people were staying home. People were building their PCs, buying a console, this or that. And so now that the 
you know, the pandemic is starting to end, a lot of these like numbers that they were seeing are starting to dwindle. And from what I could see when it came to their uh, physical sales of their place of their consoles, they made profits when it came to the digital aspect of it and their online services, they made profits. However, though, they did forecast a loss for July. And it, it seems like Sony is anticipating that on top of the devaluation of currencies, they're anticipating the fact that this pandemic wave of people consuming more of their services and buying their consoles and whatnot, it's probably about to start dwindling down as well. It's about to end. And now Sony is trying to do what they can to catch up. And right now is the perfect time to try and do that because the holiday season's coming up and they know that no matter what, there's a good chance that people will continue to buy their consoles. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. crazy, like how these companies saw like record profits, so they're like, <laughs> trying to keep that going. Mm-hmm. They they didn't take this like they see it going back to normal as like a a, a, tr- a crisis. You know what I mean? There's like, yeah. oh man, we're gonna everything's going back to normal. Like, shouldn't you already have known that it was gonna go back? Like, shouldn't it, you not relied on this spike to continue on? Like, it's just yep. it's just wild. Yeah, it just reminds me of when, excuse me, when the OG Xbox One came out and it was 500 and the PS4 was going to be 400. The amount of shit that Sony gave to Xbox, you know, and some of the ads they were making and whatnot. And granted, Microsoft didn't help themselves. I'm not like, I'm not going to deny that. Like they, they did stuff where it was like, this is totally like not consumer friendly. But then to be at this point <clears throat> and now that the pandemic is over all of a sudden sony's like oh my god like crap like we were so focused and so happy that we were making record profits that now all of a sudden like oh shit nobody forgot that the co- that the pandemic was going to end and what are we going to do now and holy crap the currencies are devaluing what are we going to do now it's like really like you are a billion dollar company like you should have anticipated this, you know, and it's like if maybe don't raise the price or if they're raising the prices of their consoles, could they have not raised the price of other items that they sell around like to kind of make up for that for the physical sales, like the technology aspect of their department? Like well, why I think their games are consoles? $70 now. In, in the and, U.S., yeah, and is to that, add to that, they currently Xbox about to. No, I don't think it is. And I believe last week or two weeks ago, when we recorded our last episode, we talked about um, what's it called? Sony being sued for, I believe, overcharging their customers and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I believe you know, con- like 
trying to make a conspiracy out of this, a lot of people were saying like, how interesting that now that they're announcing this lawsuit against Sony, all of a sudden Sony had to raise the prices of consoles. Now, I don't know how accurate that is, but the conspiracy theorist in me, I'm just like, huh? So there was a conspiracy. I wonder if we're seeing sort of like maybe <coughs> internally like PlayStation's having their own kind of issues because um, they just released uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. It's not even the full game. It's I think it's a remaster, not a reboot or whatever they call it. Yeah. So it's just like up or something like that or, or made to look nicer. Um, higher Selling it for full price. Stuff, probably. Yeah, full price. And it's just half of the game because it's like part one. That's what it says. And it's like, what? That's so crazy. It's not even, <clears throat> it's a, like stuff like that is supposed to be a celebration of the product. Mm-hmm. You sell it, like, it should be, you know, a $40 or in their case, I guess maybe a $50 game. But it should be a celebration and something to sort of like bring everybody into and, and revitalize the franchise. Say, look how amazing this was back in the day. Um, and, and no, there's like, nah, 70 bucks, full price, half game. There you go. (laughs) Manny, what do you think? What are your other thoughts on this? About Sony? Yeah, about Sony, the consoles. Like, do you think maybe in the future, like Microsoft is just looking to see how people react and maybe they'll raise prices later on. What do you think? don't think they will mostly because i mean look at the look at their game pass if they really wanted to bank on it and they really wanted to make money they could have increased the price like a while ago mm-hmm. there were talks about increasing the price for game pass but wasn't there a lot of you know uh, back and forth on twitter and such and microsoft just announced that you know they weren't going to so just to please everybody um, so i don't think yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they they want to make that step. Just like Sony, yeah. trying to just you know make more money, do the whole inflation thing. I don't think they want to do that. Um, maybe they're just you know trying to see how this whole plays out for Sony and see if you know maybe I don't know. Maybe they've got something up their sleeve. Yeah, maybe to yeah. make. Xbox even better, a better option for people that are trying to get away from Sony. Well, I mean... Not to convert anybody <laughs> to Microsoft, but... I'm no, well, I mean, <laughs> like, just to uh, add to that really, really quick, because yeah. apparently, I think the... What's it called? The family plan got leaked or something like that. Yeah. And it it, it looks like it's a it's going to be a pretty good deal. I think you can have up to four people in your plan... And I think it's like a flat rate of, I'm not sure if I think it's like 30 or 35 bucks or something like that. I don't know. Like, I think we'll have more information once they actually do announce it. And again, I mean, this is about to come up around the holiday season. And so if people weren't committed to Game Pass, well, now it's they're about to go all in because they're just like, hey, I have you have Game Pass. You have the family plan. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Can you include me? And then all of a sudden, that's even. We're just going to make even more money off of that. What were you going to say, James? Yeah, I think 
I think Xbox is just setting themselves up. They they they've been they took a hit on Xbox One, and they've been uh, like you know on the surface they've been doing a lot of stuff to uh, better their PR, <clears throat> better their reputation with gamers. But I believe internally on on the you know strategic level, they're gathering all these studios in order to um, stay competitive, like. Price-wise and what they can offer. Because with the acquisition of Activision, once that goes through, they're going to get a mobile gaming studio, um, which is, I think, uh, Bejeweled. I think it's Bejeweled. Um, and that's, I mean, we all know how uh, profitable mobile gaming can be. So that right there, mm-hmm. if they handle it well and stuff, that could just cover whatever inflation issues they've they've had. You know, because... As well as Call of Duty sales and stuff like that, like they've they have really like there's a reason why Sony doesn't want that to go through, um, and and I don't believe it's to uh, because they're worried it's going to go exclusive, which it might someday. Who knows? I know that there's a little bit of drama there, but just the fact that it sort of just con you know solidifies Xbox and says, hey, we're not at risk to to you know whatever happens in the world, we're not at risk we're fine yeah we have all these products to make you know money off of as well as just microsoft in general is so solid and, and um with pc and everything yeah and i mean with them it's you don't necessarily need an xbox as long as you have a mobile device that can and you have access to the internet and you know you can use their cloud gaming service which is still pretty insane to me <sighs> All right, well, um, we're about do we have to, any fan letters? Uh, fan letters? Want to read some? Yeah. Yeah, I believe we do, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we have a, a really uh, dedicated uh, listener named uh, Deltron13. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from episode 11, um, the question was, is there a game that would make you buy a console or PC and what game is it? And uh, his answer was <clears throat> oddly enough, we just built our PC and play on PlayStation mainly. We do own an Xbox one and a switch. So we wouldn't get one specifically for a game, but we don't need it. Need to anymore. Thank you guys for being you. Aww. That was his answer. Thank you. Deltron. Aww. <laughs> you're, the, you're the best. You're the best. Well, thank you for that, Deltron. Yeah, thank you so much for enjoying our podcast. Yes, <laughs> we really appreciate that. Well, yeah, we do. Because I have a question for you guys, and it's nothing big, honestly, compared to other questions. It's a very simple question. Oh man, he has he has a <laughs> a nail biter at the end there. Oh yeah. Yes, it's an absolute he nail always biter. Does, <laughs> yeah, no, but this one is—it's actually very simple, very chill. Just kind of, you know, trying to hit that nostalgia kind of nerve. What was your favorite arcade game? Like when you went either by yourself with your friends, family, cousins, whatever, and you guys went to the arcade. What was the one arcade game you always went to? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Like, no matter what, it's like, that's the one you directly went straight to that one. Yes. Nice. 
<laughs> Were you good at it? Yeah, as long as I'm not distracted. Oh. <laughs> oh, true, true. Makes sense. <laughs> what about you, James? Uh, man, there's a, a couple that come to mind, but if you put in the rule of like, if you just went straight for it, I've always been drawn to shooters. So I believe like the, uh, area 51 shooter that was always yes. um, something I just made a beeline for. Um, I remember there's this piece of joint up the street called, uh, little, little pizzazz. I think that's what they used to call themselves is a local thing. And uh, they had uh, Ninja Turtles in there. So that one there also has a special place in my heart. Nice. Aww. You know, I, w- I was big on the shooters. Um, <clears throat> you know, growing up, I you know, kind of grew up in a fairly conservative household. So, like, violent games were generally frowned upon. So whenever I got to go with my cousins to the arcade... Um, at the time, I was still kind of like too young for me to figure out how the hell they would play it. But Area Fifty One, oh my god! Even though I I couldn't play it or at the, at the time, like I would straight go to that one to watch people play it. And I think that's kind of when I just developed this thing, or I enjoy watching people play video games. You know, and like people, like I would hang out with friends, and they're like, "Hey, you want to play this game?" And I'm like, "No, I'll just watch you," and I enjoy it. And if it wasn't Area 51, then it was Time Crisis. And I loved the, how the gun the, would like would react when you would shoot. I thought that was the coolest freaking thing ever. And yeah, so but other than that, the game I would like just make a beeline for Area 51. No doubt about it. Never <laughs> like even today, if uh, I know that there's an Area 51 game in the arcade, I would go straight <laughs> to it. That is true. I will walk by and take a gander at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or maybe take shoot the gun or something like that. Yeah. Just shoot it off screen just to reload. You know, see if you still got that that flick of the wrist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, good old times. You know, so I, I miss being a kid. I really do. Oh, I do as well. <laughs> what about you, Manny? What was the question? I'm so sorry. You miss being a kid? Yes, I do. Yeah. I miss being a kid mostly because being a kid, you don't have to worry about bills. You have to worry about life. Yeah. <laughs> you have to worry about just adulting in general, having to work to live. <laughs> oh, God, I felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it was it was so great being a kid. All you had to worry was about, you know, making it in time for your cartoons or your shows, Pokemon, mm-hmm. Pokemon, whatever it may be, whatever was on Nickelodeon at the time. Yeah. Simple times. Some were the yep. days. All right, Manny, you ready to log us out? Sign us off. Yes, thank you so much for listening to our episode. Uh, what episode is episode this? 12. Episode 12? Episode 12? Oh my god, we're close to 15! Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much for listening to our episode 12. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe, follow wherever you listen to us, either on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or however it is, Apple Podcasts, 
wherever you listen to us, make sure you like and subscribe and follow. If it's on Spotify, please, please, please leave us a comment or if any questions are available, please leave us an answer, whatever you want to say. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And it was great being here with y'all. All righty. Yes, well, with that, good night, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. See y'all. <laughs>